0: So there's a group I've been following for a couple of decades now, Americans for Prosperity. And I think they got it right on a lot of these issues that are facing uh, legislators and average citizens. And they're pretty vocal about not just being critical, which I, you know, I got I to gotta watch myself here. It's not all about criticizing. It's about coming up with solutions, don't you think that's what we got to do? We got to focus on solutions. And C.J. Saylor is the state director here in Virginia for Americans for Prosperity, and they've unveiled uh, a solutions plan of sorts. C.J., I appreciate you coming on. How you doing? Hey,
1: good morning, John. Good to hear from you, brother. And uh, thanks for uh, having us on this morning.
0: I'm happy to do it. Tell me about this uh, pathway for Virginia's future.
1: Sure. Yeah. And again, good morning uh, to your listeners. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, the pathway for Virginia's future as uh, Americans for Prosperity uh, vision, uh, long term, uh, but we're launching it uh, this year, and it really, John, talks about a lot of things that that you care about, uh, and a lot of your listeners care about. I, I believe is, you know, unleashing freedom and opportunity to create the future we deserve. Uh, you know, we're look. You just talked about solutions, and uh, in this, you know, we're looking at. Long term solutions versus short term fixes, because that's quite frankly what we see that's happening uh, with a lot of our elected officials. Uh, and we want to hold them accountable uh, for just passing good policy that you know, keeps more money in folks' pockets and, you know, uh, creates uh, uh, energy abundance here and also freedom and choice in education. And uh, some of the, the three top priorities we're laser focused on this year um, is education opportunity. Energy abundance and economic growth, and really, really happy uh, with the work uh, the Governor, Governor Youngkin, administration is doing and really pushing forward economic growth here in, in Virginia. I was just at an uh, event uh, a couple of days ago uh, where he unleashed his Win Virginia plan uh, to cut income taxes. And so yeah. we're really, really focused on issues that really promote freedom and opportunity. And we're asking folks who, who want a voice to join us, and we'll amplify that voice for them so that they can be heard.
0: Are there some specific elements? You mentioned the tax cuts that the governor talked about, and, and, he, and he talked about them with uh, my colleague Jeff Katz on his program yesterday afternoon. So if you want to go back and listen to that interview, uh, I thought it was really insightful. And, you know, he's such a good spokesperson for his for his positions it's a shame that i don't hear more directly from him because i think he can sell this stuff with his background but is i mean that's one element of this what are the other things that you all and americans for prosperity would would highlight top line to try to gin up the economic engine for virginia
1: well definitely you know john we got to start with with tax cuts especially the income tax um you know, I mean, you see, we see, I mean, my family right now, I got an 11-month-old daughter, and, uh, you know, we're really starting to uh, get into purchasing items and, and, you know, trying to just live out the the American dream here with our daughter, and uh, inflation is just killing us, the yeah. gas prices. And so, you know, we get some good tax cuts here uh, in the Commonwealth, um, you know, everyday families. Uh, that That are struggling with these prices uh, by putting more money back into their pockets uh, can just help them live live a life more abundantly and and do the things that uh, people enjoy doing so we want to start uh, looking at that income tax uh, uh, cut uh, as something to to, to push forward mm-hmm. uh, just yesterday I saw you also mentioned just uh, with delegate Ware, we were able to uh, get some passage on income tax reductions um, just i think yeah yesterday which we were happy to see
0: uh, went through uh, in the uh,
1: House.
0: Well, good. Uh, the, the tax cuts, especially when you start looking, as as Mark Obenchain the senator, mentioned before you came on, when you look at Tennessee and you look at North Carolina, uh, we're being passed over because a lot of these other states have incentives and their financial incentives for people to take their businesses and their monthly check and live in another state. we got, we got to pay attention to that. You know, uh, C.J. Saylor's with us f- from Americans for Prosperity, the state director of that organization, and I posted on my Facebook page yesterday, Tommy Brannon, the supervisor in Henrico, <laughs> unveiling this plan to uh, put solar panels not in somebody's field, not taking up farmland or anything, but on top of a, of a closed um, trash pit that just just sitting there and you can't develop it because there's garbage underneath it that's going to deteriorate over the next several decades. And I thought, you know, here you got a, a a guy who I don't know if he runs as a Republican or not but who's who's pretty conservative who is looking for a way to appeal to the environmental sensitivities of a lot of his constituents in Henrico County, people who may normally vote Democrat. And I was surprised how they're still beating up on the guy. I'm thinking, what more could you possibly want but somebody who will sit with you at the table, take six years to try to come up with a plan that does go green and doesn't harm anyone, doesn't take anybody's property. It's very unobtrusive. Nobody's going to see it. This seems like, like the perfect solution that lefties would embrace and they still are beating up on the guy, and I'm thinking he's done exactly what you wanted him to do. Is when you when you talk about those types of issues, what what are you all flagging as solutions for Virginians?
1: Yeah, Don, and you know, again, uh, you know, we're looking at long term solutions and not these short term fixes. And you know, yeah. quite frankly, the left sometimes gets caught up in these short term fixes. You know, throw more money at the problem instead of looking at what the mm-hmm. problem is and, and how to fix it. And uh, that's one thing I learned, you know, from, from working with Governor Youngkin is he's very laser focused on on the problem and how to solve it and not doing the same old thing expecting a mm-hmm. different result. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to that, I mean, uh, I'm not familiar with, with that issue with um, uh, with Horenko County. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's just but, one
0: thing, but you talk about energy abundance. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah abundance, what, are, what are we looking reliable, at?
1: Reliable, yeah, just reliable and affordable energy. You know, it's just it's just critical. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one thing in particular that we're looking at supporting uh, the the Youngkin administration on uh, is the uh, you know pushing back against the regional greenhouse gas initiative tax. You know, known as Reggie. You know, we're looking at really really pushing back on that and giving all the ammunition and help we can. All hands on deck mm-hmm. uh, to the Yunkin administration to get that um, uh, out of Virginia and then reforming the Virginia Clean uh, uh, Clean Economy Act. And so when we look at just the, the soaring energy prices, I mean, the last past two years here in Virginia have just gone through the roof. Um, and we, we gotta take some, a common sense approach to find a solution to these. And when you got someone like Bannon, who's, who's proposing a solution and then he's just getting, getting shouted down and shut down, you know, that's, that's not the type of
0: uh, uh, rhetoric that we need to, yeah. to move Virginia forward. Yeah. Fortunately, he's kind of bold, bull, a bulldog. So he, he hears them yelling at him and says, "I've decided what I think is right, and I'm going to do it anyway." And I kind of admire that. Um, we need more leaders who are, you know, not capitulating to the mob, but making thoughtful, uh, analytical decisions about the future and pushing forward on them. I also note in your proposal, you're talking about education opportunity, and that has dominated a lot of our conversation uh, of late because. I, you know, I, I'm a product of the Henrico County Public Schools and, and a private school, St. Christopher's for high school. I think they did a pretty good job for me, and I'm very thankful for that. But I hate to say it, I don't think it's the same school system with the same, um, how do I put this politely, level of quality uh, control that I experienced that exists today. What What are you all looking at to try to fix this issue across the state?
1: Yeah, I mean, thanks, John, for that question. I mean, you know, uh, let's just start with the numbers. I mean, we're dead last when it comes to uh, educational uh, opportunities um, and scores for black and brown children in the country. Uh, that's that's just unacceptable. Um, and we're Education is uh, opportunity and freedom is one of our top priorities, and we're pushing for it very, very vigorously. Right now, I'm actually at the Capitol as we speak, Mm -hmm. uh, outside of um, uh, Education Committee hearing room, where parents from all over Virginia, John, showed up. We had a meeting this morning, 6.30, John, we had parents driving from Lynchburg, northern Virginia, and right here in Richmond City to come show their support for HB uh, 1508, which is uh, patroned by Delegate Davis that gives uh, parents freedom and opportunity um, in what we call an education savings account. Now, yeah. John, this sits ho- home for me because I was raised in Detroit, Michigan, and I'm a product of a student, a person that had an opportunity to leave a failing school. that was holding, holding them back, holding me back, and I attended a thriving school, which changed my life. Uh, I was able to lose Detroit and go to Morehouse College, which is uh, the school Dr. King uh, is an alumnus of, and now I'm here in Virginia, you know, living a blessed life with my family. But had I not had that opportunity, John, and I stayed trapped in that school, I wouldn't be here today. So, yeah. you know, it's all about opportunity and having parents choose, just giving them the choice to choose. And this education success account does just that it um, puts about $4,600 to $6,000 in the account for a parent. To uh, remove their their child from a failing school that's not meeting their their
0: needs, right. uh, and, and if that money is available, I I think new schools that are solid will begin to uh, arrive on the scene to solve this problem. And I, you know, if the Democrats keep doubling down on a failed system that's harming their key constituency that they claim at least the minority community, I think that betrays that they're not really on the side of minority students. And I appreciate you flagging and telling us that story, C.J. Yeah, yeah I hope yeah. I'll see and you in person you yeah. again thank soon. You. Yes,
1: sir. And, John, yeah, and one more point to that. Real quick. Uh, one of the parents I was talking to this morning yep. is, is that she's in Blacksburg. And she mm-hmm. said, yep, we're not in the minority area, uh, but our kids have schools that are not performing well. Yeah. And I want to have that opportunity that the, the kid that may be in the inner city. So this is a bill – that really, really uh, would would help all Virginia parents, and just we got to think outside the of the board.
0: box. And you all are trying to do that, and I appreciate it. C.J. Sailor, the state director for Americans for Prosperity, thanks for being with us.